0: Welcome back to another episode of Big Deck Energy. I'm Allie. I'm Scala. I'm Sarah. And I'm Mitch. And tonight we have the full crew here um, for our big number five episode. Episode five. Uh, First thing, a few words from Scala.
1: Yes. So you could follow us on Big Deck Energy on Apple, SoundCloud, and YouTube. YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then Big Deck Energy underscore on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then Big Deck Energy podcast on Instagram.
0: Yes, check us out. Uh, if you go through our YouTube, you can also get our Discord.
1: I knew I was gonna forget something. It's Discord, something.
0: we have all the social media.
2: Are we gonna be on MySpace soon?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you can be in our top ten friends.
3: I miss Tom. Number one is <laughs> uh, number one still remains Tom. Though. Always it's always Tom. Always Tom. Tom. Of course. Always
0: Tom. So, Tom needs a friend. For this very special episode of Big Deck Energy, Um, we have a few things planned today. We have some exciting topics that Sarah and Mitch are not privy to, so that'll be nice and fun. Not at all. <laughs> Define fun. And fun mm-hmm. for me and Scala. Yep. Um, Before we jump in, I do want to point out that my mask did come in from Saffron Stitch.
1: Ooh! Shout yes. out to Saffron Stitch. I definitely said that wrong.
0: Saffron Stitch. Saffron Stitch. It's like a tongue twister, honestly. That's on Etsy, correct? Yes, this is on Etsy. Uh, You can also follow them on Instagram and, I don't know, maybe Twitter. I know they're on Instagram. So this is the one I ordered. Um, Yeah, it's got, for D&D folks, it's got D20s. Uh, That's not a D20, it's a D100 side. Uh, A D8, a D4, weapons, thingies, and it's purple and it's sparkly and... It's super cute. It and is I'm beautiful. Super about it.
2: Let the camera see that front.
0: Yeah, it just came in today, so I haven't worn it yet, um, but I'm very excited.
2: That is a giant battle axe right mm-hmm. in the
0: front. And I will smote you with it. Oh, it's got a battle axe. Ooh, Ooh but how is oh, this fit nice. though? Well, I haven't tried it on yet, and I have lipstick on, but <laughs> it'll fit well. It opens up if you can't see. Ooh. Yeah, and it's got the like adjustable nose bridge piece, which for the glasses is very important um yeah so thank you go check out saffron stitch and uh thank you super cute the packaging was cute it came in like a i think it was like a blue package yeah or purple i don't it wasn't pink it was blue or purple i don't remember but it was cute and uh she wrote like a little thank you thing which was you know super adorable so thank you again we just wanted to make sure that we shared that like we will share everything that we receive in the mail because we buy lots of stuff yes right all right so jumping into our first topic so going with our theme um so scala and i just went back to work we did super last minute uh we got a call and then the next day we were going back to work opening things and we were driving and we were talking about how it's kind of like the wild west yeah (laughs) it is uncharted territory we don't know what's going on um, and we're just trying to get through it, and we figured it kind of fits with our theme for today.
1: It does, unfortunately. Our Western
0: theme. Um, our very loose Western theme, just like our horror theme was very yeah. loose. Um, I don't know. That vampire shit stuff, that was pretty horrifying. Well, thank you. It was. Yes. It yes. was. Um, so our theme today is kind of the Wild West and not, you know, the gold mines and the cowboys, although yeehaw. But uh, <laughs> um but mostly about just uncharted territory. So on today's first topic, we're going to talk about uh homebrews and house rules. Ooh. Yeah.
2: Homebrews and house rules.
0: Yeah. So uh this topic kinda came up because we were talking well, we'll jump into our games first which usually we save till the end, but it kind of makes sense to go first with our games. So yeah. we played some Western themed games and uh, we had to use a lot of home rules, house rules, house rules. Yeah.
2: Are you dipping into that accent again?
0: Home brew, house rules. Some
2: home rules. Some
0: home <laughs> rules.
2: I was scared we weren't going to make it out of the accent, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> FYI, we did play Donner Dinner Party again.
2: <gasps> so fun.
0: And I won. Our you, thought, any of you knew though. You I know. knew. Any of
3: I
2: know. Scala
0: Scala called me out, but no one believed didn't him. Didn't matter.
1: <laughs> didn't matter. I ended up getting targeted at one point.
0: I turned everyone
2: on. Y'all Scala. eliminated me like within two rounds. Every single game we played, like five <laughs> games. I didn't make it past the second round in any of them.
1: And you had such a good strategy at the end too.
2: <laughs> yeah, at the end I was just like, I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> and
4: you yeah. still
3: voted me out. I didn't say. You're word. weird. <laughs> See, the key is not to improvise. That's what happens. Like you start saying stuff, you're like off the cuff and you're like, oh, yeah, like let me make sure that people don't like make sure that they don't think I'm the cannibal. And that is what that's what ends you.
4: Yeah.
0: Just do definitely. what I do and just look at everybody and be like, if you vote me, I'll kill you. effective.
2: <laughs> Get that thread a lot.
0: <laughs> so first game we played, let's jump right into this, is Most Wanted. And uh, I think one of our house rules was you had to talk with a Western accent.
2: That was absolutely a house rule. Yes,
0: house rule was you had to talk with a Western accent. So, most wanted is you play a uh, bandit, cowboy, person on the loose. And um, the goal is to be the most wanted. Why wouldn't it be make the most money? Don't know. But my baby brother was really good at that.
1: Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> he
0: nailed that. He had all the money. He had all of the money. He had
2: by far the most money. <laughs> and he stayed he out of jail. So. How old is he? 13. 13. 13.
0: Yeah, so my baby brother is 13. We are all in our upper 20s for reference. <laughs> yeah, my baby brother is 13. He had all of the money. Um, so Most Wanted, the goal is to basically become the Most Wanted. The goal is to complete as many... Heists, I guess is the word. Yeah, there's
1: like, uh, it's like stagecoach robberies and, uh, the pony express.
0: Kind
2: of like, uh, accelerating, uh, how bad it is. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the higher you get to being the most wanted, the harder it is to succeed. And you play kind of like poker, Mm -hmm. like the cards are. Kind of just poker, yeah. Hands. They're
1: right, re- it's a regular pretty much deck of cards. So if you've ever played poker, um, it's the same kind of idea like you know, four of a kind beats three of a kind, beats
0: two of a kind, beats two pair, yeah.
1: And if you've never played poker, they have reference cards anyway, so you don't, need and you know, to know we that.
0: don't love them reference cards, yes, we do,
2: yeah. So I guess the mechanics of it work in a way. So how it works is every turn you decide, pull the mic. Oh, a little bit closer? Hi. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> Every turn, you decide what you're going to do to raise your notoriety. So you decide you're going to go rob a stagecoach or a train or the church basket in church or whatever it is. Yeah. And then...
0: Mitchell, don't be robbing a no church basket.
2: Hey, man. Sometimes there's a lot of money in those. Wow. <laughs> um, and then you get to throw down with the group and everybody decides who's going to come along. And then... After the job is done, you all play poker to decide who gets the credit for the job. I guess.
0: Yeah, the the yeah. goal is that a bunch of people can show up and do the job, because that's just how the villainy works.
1: Yeah, outside of there's things like duels where you choose somebody and stuff like that, but yeah, most of them said draw. It's kind of up to the player to uh, if he if he
2: or she is going to play in that
0: in that that round, round. or whatever. I kept yeah.
2: imagining it like in universe though, like in the canon of the game, like.
0: How dumb is I this going to be?
2: I beat you in poker. Now you got to tell everybody I shot you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yep.
0: I done drawed the aces, so you better make sure you tell them I shot you real good.
2: You got to walk with a limp and everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had the doctors. We had everybody turn around, so they had deniability.
2: Thank
3: you, Hamilton.
0: Yep, Temple. when they got shot. <laughs> um. What a
3: crossover. Right. <laughs> you know,
0: we like to do that. We bring all the worlds together. Um. So the game is it's super simple, but there's a lot of... We actually did a lot of house ruling in this. There is a rule where like there's a card where you can lie, basically, right? It's, you can call someone on yeah. their bullshit about lying about their cards, but if you do, you lose your turn. But nowhere in the rules does it say you can't do it multiple times in a row. So if I called Mitch and I was wrong and then I lost my turn, doesn't mean that I can't call Scala out on it. So we home ruled um, that you could do it but you lost another turn so we made it so it was more difficult so for
3: those of us who obviously didn't know i was not there sunday because adult life sucks uh adulting sucks <laughs> but um i do this does bring up an interesting question um when we talk a lot about house rules and homebrews right uh usually we think of it as a supplement so i want to know from you guys when you created that house rule would you like to would you like to see it like in the actual print or were you kind of okay with it just being the way it was
1: i personally feel like there should have been something in the rules for that just because it does i mean if you don't have something set in stone then why would you not just if you already lost your turn why not just call it on everybody who's trying to do it
0: and the thing about home i keep wanting to say homebrew but house rules uh the thing with that is is that it's hard to convince people because what had happened was my other brother so not the little one the older annoying one the medium one i'm just kidding i love him the medium cell yes my uh unfortunate almost twin um We He was the one doing it. And it the problem with not having it written is it causes issues, right? Because my brother's like, well, it's Mm -hmm. not written, so technically I'm right. And I was like, okay, but that's ridiculous. Mm. Just because it's not written doesn't mean that that's how you should be interpreting it. So I think that's the problem with house ruling things is that if you don't have a predetermined house rule and you come up with it on the spot, Mm. people get mad at it. Mm. You know what I mean?
2: As we get deeper into this hobby, I feel like... House rules are going to be a constant. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and it depends on your play style, right? Like some people li- like, s- there's some people who if it is not written in the rules, doesn't matter. They don't have to like it, but if it's there, whatever. I feel like we'd rather play a game that's either one, more difficult, or two, makes more sense because there's obviously things that get overlooked when you make games.
1: Yeah, and there's obviously going to be people who, I mean, even uh, like Paulie, Allie's brother, uh, like he's really into like magic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And magic is one of those games that you try and find those loopholes. You know, that's that's how you build a good deck. Yeah. You you find the loophole. It's to find the Mm loopholes
0: and then find the weakness in someone else's deck. Mm -hmm. And he found the loophole. He wasn't. That's the thing. He wasn't wrong. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We looked at the rules. He was like, let me read the rule book. And he wasn't wrong. But we collectively agreed he was wrong.
1: Yeah. He got
4: outvoted.
0: <laughs> he got outvoted. We voted him off the island. He was the cannibal. Actually, he wasn't. <laughs> Poor kid. Um. So that's the game in its most simplest way. So it did take some home brewing and house ruling, um, on our end. Um. What do you guys think, Mitch? What What would you give? Give all most wanted here.
2: I would definitely give it a good score. Maybe like a seven, six and a half to seven. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of made me just want to play poker, though.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: agreed. How about you?
1: Um, I mean, for what it, it so I want to say six, but, you know, the one thing I do, yeah, maybe six and a half, too, because the one thing I do like about it is it's a game that's relatively simple. So if you're a new gamer, mm-hmm. it's something you could kind of you'll pick up quickly. And the association with poker, I guess, kind of helps people. It's less rules to learn. Um. Yeah. Six and a half for me.
0: I would probably agree around that area. It's fun. Uh the character names are kinda kooky, which I like. Like there's like a, a nun tip. Yeah. You need a tip. She's like a like a flapper girl. Uh there's a <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> there's um a nun who uses nunchucks, which is kinda cool. Yeah, like nun chucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's really punny. Um so Sarah, you missed that yeah that was that's right up your thing is that
3: is that why you guys played it when i wasn't there yeah so we never hear all your puns so much worse yeah because you'd make it worse you you, you had none of that (laughs) you want none of that no No. (laughs) No. (laughs) um hey there is someone there is one subscriber that is laughing and another one that just unsubscribed. Yeah, it's John.
0: He thinks <laughs> you're need, funny.
2: We need to to put the the link in the video or the little little insert in the video that says skip to this timestamp. <laughs> yeah. Stop listening
0: puns. to puns. Wow. wow. Um, so I think it's clever. I like the concept. Um, I would give it like, yeah, like a six and a half-ish. It's nothing... It's a good game to pull out and play with people who, if you just want to play something different and you don't want to play poker or like a normal game... Um, mm. I don't think it's anything super complex, and it doesn't offer anything beyond the surface level of
2: what it is. You know what knocks it down for me? I have this pet peeve with some games um, where they just end.
0: Yeah, that's it. If someone wins, they yeah, that's it.
2: There's like we did lucidity last lucidity last week, and something that didn't say in its favor is that like as the game goes on, you. Can see the person. The person is is winning. They're accumulating power. It's getting close. It's getting stressful. We we're playing this game, and then just like one move. I was in the middle of talking, and like Paulie just goes, "Oh wait, I win." Yeah, you know, I, I'm not not a big that's fan a of point. that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, point. that's a good point. There's no like, oh, it's getting close. It's getting stressful. Oh my I god, better. take
0: down Paulie. Yeah, 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 it was like one yeah. good hand, and then he was yeah. You could yeah.
2: ultimately
1: be in last, and then just and jump, s- still win, win in game. two yeah. hands.
0: Yeah. Mm. It doesn't feel like it was earned. Right. And it was my brother. So absolutely. Oh, Yeah. So
3: absolutely. So, I mean,
0: it really didn't feel like it was earned. Sorry, Polly. Yeah, we still love you. But um, on the note of games that just end, uh, also this one. So we played Kill Dr. Lucky. It is like a spoof of Clue. It is. Princess. (laughs)
1: apparently princess does not like she doesn't want or she doesn't want us to kill dr lucky unclear
0: unclear um it's basically a spoof of clue that's the best way i can put it the idea is that you play a character who has an issue with this dr lucky and dr lucky is lucky because he manages to screw over all these people and never die or never have anything bad happen to him it plays It has like a clue board. It's a house. You go through the house and the goal is to get in a room alone with Dr. Lucky where no one else can see you and attempt to murder him. And when you try to murder him, the other characters give him advantages to help him survive. It is probably the simplest game we've played as far as like learning how to play. It was super easy and we were playing at like one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. So think about how easy it was that we did not watch a YouTube video
1: yeah, we were already wow. tired. Wow. we had been gaming wow. since
0: 7 p.m. and this was after hours of charades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys, guys played charades. We- <laughs> well, Pauly
3: finally managed to you to play charades.
0: Managed to get us all to play did charades. You, did you
3: at least do like that fun, like the tyrant, like the the one I got you with the tyrannosaurus? No, we no?
0: had to do video game charades. Oh God! and we Scott and I were very much like we run a podcast about non-digital gaming it's not fair
1: yeah that was supposed to go on for
2: like 10 minutes it, it ended up going on it doesn't matter we like won 2 hours that's true
0: <laughs> they didn't think we were gonna win because we were the old people
2: Sunday night was an hour of Most Wanted like 3 hours of Donner mm-hmm. Dinner Party <laughs>
0: I did play a lot of Donner Dinner <laughs> yeah. Party
2: another 2 hours of charades and then, and then like 30 maybe, minutes yeah, of this an hour maybe 30 minutes of this game yeah
0: yeah, it was a fun night, though. We played a lot of games. Our, our,
2: our, we were, our batteries were kind of drained by the time we played this game. So yeah.
0: for us to, one, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Um, But it was super easy to understand at 1 a.m. No YouTube videos. I read everything. And we were playing the game, like, with almost no questions, I would say.
1: Yeah, it was, very yeah, it was really I easy to pick up.
0: say that, like, there was not a lot of, like, let me double check the rules for this one. It was very, like, simple. Um, but that's really all I can say about it There's nothing to it You draw cards, you get weapons And you get luck And the goal is to be somewhere where no one else can see you And kill a guy Literally. Yeah, I
1: would say we played it with um Three
0: people Three people, so we cut off some of the board
1: Yeah, so that's the only thing that was That was probably the most challenging part Was keeping up with where he was going next Because yes. it goes in like number order and stuff like that It's probably better if you play with more people mm. Um, Yeah But, you know, it didn't take too much away from the game for me, at least. Um,
0: But another just very blasé game. I don't know if I would super recommend it. Like if I told if someone was at the game store, um, I don't think I would say, hey, go buy that game. I would recommend it to people who like Clue and who like silly games because it's fun. And the flavor Mm -hmm. text is pretty cute. But it wasn't wild enough for you. Yeah, no. Just west, not wild. I don't even
2: know if people who like Clue would even like it. Because it's like...
0: Well, it's like the thematic of... It's set up like Clue. Yeah. It's like
2: there's a murder in separate rooms, but there's not yeah. like a mystery aspect to it.
0: Right. You're not trying to figure it out. It's like the it's the... It's the prequel of Clue. Right. It's the committing the murder part of right. Clue.
2: Now, yeah. we should homebrew or house rule <laughs> some Thanks. sort of like bridge between the two games where it's like you play around at this and then you open up the clue board Some somehow it could be done.
0: Except you would know who the killer was.
2: Well, will think it through. <laughs>
3: I mean, that's easy. Just no metagaming,
0: guys. Yeah, no metagaming. We went over, we check went over this. Last, check our last podcast. Last
3: podcast. No metagaming. We right. just all just close our eyes. Did <laughs> I break clue for you? No, well, we, uh... It was a good idea. You just sh- I like where you're going. Yeah. You're incorrect. Or what if <laughs> what if you're what if you're like half like some of you, some of you is trying to solve the murder of whoever gets murdered in clue, and the other half is trying to kill Dr. Lucky, who's also trying to solve the murder. Yeah. There you go. But you don't know who's trying to murder somebody and
0: who's trying to find it out. This is becoming a scream. there's a lot going on here um pricing because i totally remembered to look that up
1: we've been busy right
0: yeah we've been busy guys okay scott and i aren't used to being normal people again um kill dr lucky i am pretty sure i paid somewhere around 20 5 30 it's in that price about, range. Yeah. We
2: purchased them together, and I want to say it was like about fifty-five well, he, for the we two We purchased
0: of them. that one. Scala purchased this one. Do you remember what it was? Thirty.
2: Uh, I want to say
1: either thirty or thirty-five. One of those.
0: You're looking in the thirty-ish price range yeah. for both of them. Um, are they fair prices?
2: I wouldn't pay thirty bucks for Doctor Lucky.
0: Yeah, it's there's not a lot of pieces in here. It's literally the pieces, the cards, the board. Yeah. Which was a little lackluster. Um the suggested retail for this is 40 online, but I'm pretty sure our game store only charged Ooh. like 15 or 20, Ooh. which is something that I think is realistic for it. Yeah. Oh. $40. Oof. That's the suggested retail. And then I think Amazon is selling it for like 30, which means the game store is probably a little bit less than that.
1: Another reason to go to your local game store.
0: Yeah. Right. Shout out to Time Warp. Hey. Ooh. We uh spent a lot of money there the other day.
1: We did. We did.
0: We bought so many games. So we're so ready. We're ready for sneak peek. We're going to do a fantasy night. Ooh. Fairy tales. We're very excited about that. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Fairy tales very exciting we're gonna go to the masquerade ball everybody is required to dress up so oh, make sure we, you come in your best um to our gala live right yes to our gala oh, we'll throw a party outside maybe for scala's birthday <gasps> yeah <gasps> oh, good. oh come on it'll be so much he's fun. not gonna know it's his birthday so it's fine yeah. we'll all dress up you guys up. are putting a lot yeah. of
1: pressure on me to remember my birthday this year
0: <laughs> <laughs> i hope your birthday is like on a sunday so you'll just show up
1: Oh, true. A yeah,
0: yeah. Or a Wednesday. Yeah. Oh man, and we'll just show up, and yeah, then you won't even know it's your birthday.
1: So uncomfortable.
0: My birthday's on a Thursday this year. <laughs> but we year. won't.
3: But we won't announce it till halfway through the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, by the way, guys, talking,
3: talking, talking, talking. Happy birthday! <laughs> just surprise. Oh uh, Why do you look so confused? I was trying to remember how
1: old I am. <laughs> Same.
2: <laughs> Hi. Uh, oh,
3: I was going to say. Did Mitch- you want to repeat that into the?
2: I was trying to remember how old I am.
3: Old. <laughs> no, no. Old.
2: Please don't call Mitch old.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you know what that means for me. Ancient. Wait, when's your birthday? It's on a Thursday?
0: My birthday's on a Thursday?
3: Yeah, so you're Saturday. Oh, so
0: I'm a Saturday. Yeah. Um, so these are our two games. Most Wanted, Kill Dr. Lucky. Uh, you can check them out at your local game stores. And if you have questions, let us know about them. But... Coming off of our Mm -hmm. house, home, ruled, Wild West thing. You look like you have something to say. Is your brain okay?
2: I mean, no, but I don't have any questions. (laughs) Are
0: you sure? (laughs) This is the Q&A section.
2: No, I'm just worried about what you're about to pull on us. I don't know.
0: I I know. I. I, (laughs) Okay. I guess if you guys are ready for this. Oh,
2: God. What is it?
0: This is the episode where we get canceled.
3: <laughs>
0: Sometimes it'd be like that. Now, I need you both to listen very carefully. Oh,
1: God. This is serious.
0: Scala and I have decided. They're kicking us off, Mitch. That's okay. <laughs> We're fired. We're being outsourced. That we are starting an OnlyFans. Oh. Yep.
2: Like the four of us are starting an OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right <laughs> actually you're starting the only fans <laughs>
2: yeah we're just
3: running it
0: oh thank god <laughs> um i couldn't think of anything quick enough to get you guys like really on edge so on the context of homebrew um and the wild west we've briefly talked about this on our channel a bunch of times and not only on our podcast but on our actual youtube channel mm-hmm. So, we thought it would be fun to celebrate our fifth episode by talking about something that we all know and love very dearly. What are we talking about, Scala? The
1: burning wheel.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. So, we thought it would be fun to get everybody on the podcast, uh, do a little update of the story thus far for anyone who's been following our podcast and is interested in our um, actual play. Shout
3: out to Fernando.
0: I we did told promise him, that, yes.
3: We promised that we would shout it out. Shout out to Fernando from Magic Q. Thank you for listening to all of our
0: podcasts. And, and pressuring me to post Burning Wheel on YouTube. Yes, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Hello, Fernando.
0: And ruining all are. of my plans in Magic University. Thanks. Yikes! anytime (laughs) um so we thought it would be super fun to kind of give a recap of what's gone on so far for anyone interested in watching it and then talk a little bit about the homebrewing process which we've touched on but we figured we have an actual episode for it so we thought it would be really fun to have you both on to talk about it great idea Mm -hmm. and you were scared for what i don't know i don't know <laughs> because you know me as a person we were talking about
3: orcs and i'm like oh god like not oh god Listen, you don't want to know
0: the things that we've talked about <laughs> the thought, things um, i've seen
2: i thought i heard her say something about never have i ever like I was oh like, that's oh.
0: coming oh. don't worry oh yeah oh god yeah there was like the drinking, drinking games we'll have to do that on like I'm a not... live like twitch thing or something oh, yeah. yeah that would be fun
1: drunk of course
0: yep. <laughs> yes that that's what drinking means <laughs>
1: oh sorry i'm still very tired i'm sorry
0: scala's worked a lot (sighs) so um yes let's jump right into it so first i think we'll do a quick little scala will introduce the world we'll introduce our characters that we're playing and then we'll just go from there
1: yeah um so pretty much uh if you watch the youtube channel which all of you should be uh burning wheels pretty the reason i decided to use that uh rope RPG system is because it's very roleplay heavy, and it just worked the best for what I wanted to do, which is kind of a Game of Thrones esque world. Uh, so it's called New Sorvia. You know, you have your your leading families, and of course, dragons. Um, not in the same context that they are in Game of Thrones, but uh, a little more involved in the actual politics of the world. Um, yeah, so it's a very roleplay heavy game, intrigue heavy. And uh, on the topic of homebrewing, Burning Wheel ha- literally has homebrewing built in to the rope, the RPG system.
2: Yeah, that's why we love it,
0: mm. Mitchell.
2: Yes, uh, I play a character named Levi Warren, um, bit of a shy, quiet type. Not, you know. <sighs> Gets aggravated easily when he's around people who aren't uh, quiet and shy. Hmm. Who might that uh, be? Mm. Yeah, Mm. who's that? Who's that, Allie? Mm.
0: Doesn't sound like me.
2: Who does it sound like, though? (laughs) Ha! Alright, alright. Why why did this
1: turn into making fun of me?
3: (laughs) oh. Yeah, so um, I play I lost my train of thought because I just love. <laughs> I just thought of Scala. Ah. Also, if you haven't seen our burning burning tel- narrative telephone. We don't have to promote this. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear Scala trying to intimidate
0: my accent. Ah. <laughs>
3: my name is Wait. Bia intimidate,
1: imitate. You know, the funny part is like Ali gave me pointers on what not to do when, like, attempting yep. to role play a female character. And what
3: was the first one, Scala?
1: Don't do your voice high pitch. <laughs> and Don't. what did you do,
3: Scala? I went
1: straight into Mr. Hanky. It just, <laughs> it was terrible. It was so bad.
3: Don't worry, I have a little activity
0: for the podcast. <laughs> oh, once, oh, no. once we get through this, I have a little fun activity. And like, for you, Scala. you can,
3: you can. Uh, my favorite is the moment when, like, the you horror. could just see on your face, you're like oh I shouldn't have gone high pitched and then you stop but and then you do it all over but again same exact thing but you gotta commit
0: <laughs> it was a great that was, was a, a look moment. of disgust
2: in myself that's what that
3: was
0: <laughs> it's also on our Instagram that there's, specific clip
2: there's a clip. moment in the video where you change cause, cause Thea in the video changes accents and you change accent and you look away from the camera and you just take a breath and I'm just like he does not want to do this. Why are we making him do this? So uncomfortable.
3: <laughs> How <laughs> you just see all of all of Scala's life, like all the life choices he's ever made to come to this point.
1: That's what it was. Yeah. It was me thinking of what and led me like, to this moment. How did I get here? Yeah,
3: yeah. And just like and just like, but you know what? I gotta give you right after. There's that determination of like you could just see like. It's for the views. Yeah,
0: It's you for committed, the you committed, views. I, you commit, I appreciate that. And so we appreciate it. that.
3: It's very commendable. Oh, oh, amazing. <laughs> very funny. Oh, very, very funny. Oh. Speaking of which, I got to get on that. But anyway, um, so I play C, or um, otherwise known as, up to this point, Celia Havenheart, um, so C is <laughs> it's complicated. Uh so she's bald. That's the main thing. That's she's the main bald. thing you need to know. That's she's the main bald. thing you that's need only, to know. That's the only thing you need to know. She's okay, bald now. and uh currently she is. Can I I guess I can spoil I can spoil it a little, a little bit. It's fine, it's not a character. So currently she is um she is a former acolyte of the um the Ecclesium, which is the you know, the main church, the main religion of newria I still it's having how many episodes and I still can't pronounce it but anyway it's new <laughs> anyway so uh she was a former acolyte and um you eventually find actually in the latest episode what happened uh but oh man I like there's so many cool things but I don't really want to spoil it but any, but anyway so she is a mysterious temp- former temple acolyte. Nun who is bald, oh, yeah, and has this huge ass scar oh, running yeah. from yeah. her chest all the way down her cheek down to her um shoulder. Um, and she is now known as the Marked One, yes. So, there is a lot of I think we got up to that part too with the cultist priest as the mm-hmm. marked One. That's yeah, the other, like, yeah. Oh, really? wait, yeah, yeah. that's We're like, like right before, like, right. Yeah. I
0: teased it spoilers. in the last episode, spoilers. Yeah. So, we'll
3: we'll learn more about that, yeah. So, she is very very, uh very intellectual, and yeah. Then we have <laughs> I play
0: Thea Copper von Copperfield. Don't tell the guards that. But don't tell the guards that. Why do I feel like you're just gonna comment on me? I, I'm not. <laughs> I play Thea Copper von, the charismatic uh charlatan from across the sea. Yeah. What?
2: That's that's how we're gonna describe Thea.
0: How do you want to describe her?
2: Like the charismatic uh, person from across the sea? I said charlatan. charlatan. Do, you not, do you not know the word? There you go, charlatan. Levi Warren's worst nightmare. Yeah. Basically. Worst
1: job ever. Yeah.
0: And I have a baby dragon!
2: Levi, the, 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 the kicking off of the story of the game is Levi was hired by some shady folks to quietly <laughs> escort Thea from a port city to the capital of New Sorvia. And nothing about Thea Copperfawn is quiet.
3: Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I like you to emphasize no? quiet. Quiet. <laughs> that did not happen. Nobody that said that it did was not. Fun. That did not happen. Um, watching watching you guys, I was like, man, I am so glad that I am not coming in into later. This is this is both wonderful to watch, but um, but man, I would kind of hate it. <laughs> if you like a little
2: adventure,
0: you're like Thea.
2: That, that's the first game we ever played in front of a camera. So, yeah. mm-hmm. when you play in person, there's a little bit of um, acting along with the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, there always is, but especially in person. Now, when you're in front of a camera, you're really trying that mm-hmm. aspect of it. So, like, the entire time you were stressing Levi out, Mitch was getting stressed <laughs> out in real life.
0: I was just being me. Yeah, you were. It was. Oh. It felt no different than any other time I play any other game. <laughs> just so you know underneath this hat mitch is
3: just completely bald from real life from real life i don't yeah yeah though i don't i don't know like when um so you'll for those of you who watch the who will watch it later not me watch it will watch it later um yeah we've had some stressful we've had some really stressful moments uh, i hate
0: to say that i've probably been the reason I,
3: though hey like i almost <laughs> no i'm really excited to actually <laughs> um, And the third episode, C almost didn't join the party. So that was fun. That was not my fault, That was actually. I was the
0: reason that you came back. That was the
3: reason I came back. I can be good. I can be good. So do you guys want to talk about, I don't really, you know what? Our campaign has become so much of our own. I legitimately forgot we homebrewed it. Like, I legitimately yeah. forgot we homebrewed it and that, the like, the whole yeah, yeah. thing. Like, I forgot we did the whole, like, even, like, our very, uh, very, um how, what's the word? Colorful use of the uh, guidelines, right? The rule book, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But um, I completely forgot. And I, that's what I love about the system. Like, yeah. you really need, you really can adapt it to whatever, whatever you need, whatever you need it to be, but also still have that structure like there's still some hard and
0: fast rules but
3: yeah absolutely
0: right there's a system in place but there's no like pre-written campaign that we're running it's just the stuff that scala came up with and then the supplements that we've added yeah
2: we've built this world from the ground up pretty much yeah shit half the time i still
1: don't even know what's happening
0: it's just kinda, <laughs> you know
2: he's uh, the dm yeah
1: so oh uh, yeah that's definitely one of the uh the best parts about it for me is i can kind of. uh base what's going to happen off of the decisions they make. So, you know, I may have an idea of where the story's going, but then based off of their actions, I could be like, all right, well, it seems like this character is more interested in doing this, so I need to put things in there that are going to make those actions relevant. Right. Um, And again, we do a lot of the story together. Uh, We do leave, obviously, like some for a surprise, so, you know, it's not completely boring for you guys. and it
0: works. Yeah we get stressed
3: yeah, yeah it's like controlled it's literally controlled, controlled chaos. chaos yeah um what we do when we're to pull the magic behind it you know when we're going into a burning wheel session we usually talk about like major points that we want to hit right mm-hmm. so like um i'm only gonna i'm only saying this um because this is the one i last remembered when we were doing the, the feast of the dragons yeah which will be coming out soon but anyway <laughs> we're doing the feast of the dragons um we all talked about uh, together as a group and over discord and stuff like what we wanted to see, what scenes we wanted to play. Right. But we don't plan it out like, OK, yeah. I'm going to say this. Yeah. I'm gonna you say don't that. write it
0: like a book. You just yeah. it's. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in this yeah. scene. And then mm-hmm. Scala crafts that scene mm-hmm. for us. And then we do what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. And chaos. Yeah. Ensues. It's
3: it's a weird mixture of both. We're it's we're all it's all highly structured. But at the same time, like it's it's not. Like when you get into mm-hmm. it, it's like you come into it structured and then like the minute you start playing, it's just like whoop,
0: like it just goes out the window. The best way I can describe it is like if you've ever played any game, so like D, VTM, Pathfinder, whatever, is if you could go into a session and say, Hey, ideally, I would like to get through this cave, have this conversation with this NPC, and also find gold. In an ideal world is literally what Burning Wheel is like. Like we yeah. say those things to you and you set up the parameters for those things to happen. And then if the dice rolls work and the role play works, it happens. Or exactly, there's a trickle effect that happens because we messed up.
1: Yeah, it's definitely good for, uh, I would say, first time DMs. I was a little nervous about it because it was role play heavy and I would be doing a lot of the story myself. But it it also, you know... It's a lot less stressful, at least for me, than having to memorize or like go through an entire, you know, the five e-book and go, a oh, lot. they they want to do this. Like, what am I supposed to do in
2: this situation? you know Yeah. Well, yeah, because even though D&D is collaborative, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times D&D feels like players versus the DM, even right. though you're all collaborating and you're all telling a story.
0: It's hard to mm-hmm. not feel that way almost sometimes.
2: It's almost like you're acting out the dm story where this feels like it's really much more of a collaboration between the gm or the dm and the players you're kind of writing you're kind of deciding together where you want your character to go not only physically but you know i want my character to have this kind of emotional reaction today and then scala will come up with something about you know levi's uncle showing up and giving him a speech that makes him you know, become a man or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. That was an emotional scene. Oh, There's man. been a
0: lot of surprisingly yeah. emotional scene. Yeah. I think everybody yeah. at some point has had some sort of mm-hmm. touching moment. That's really hit them. Levi, probably more than the rest mm. of us. You've had a few. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: In, in our unreleased content mm. thus far, yeah. Levi has quite a few uh, connections to old, yeah Memories Yeah And huge moments Huge yeah. moments For sure That yeah. weren't supposed to happen
3: But Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Like, Surprise Yeah and I think We rolled um, like shit And <laughs> Levi didn't <laughs> Yeah Um oh also i love that canon between um what's his face oh my god In
0: love,
3: yeah <laughs> that's my otp but um you guys will see um but also like on a personal i mean on a personal level, personal lever
0: sorry guys <laughs> oh, the, I, the, just the, started, cr-
3: I just started my first big t- big kid job and i don't know <laughs> words i'm so tired um but anyway um i think also on a personal level like i know I get so into games. This is this is what happens to me a lot of times, especially with like movies and stuff. I get so into them that it's hard for me to emotionally separate. Mm. So dealing with um, not knowing when emotional things are going to hit me, it often triggers my anxiety a lot. And like a lot of times, like I just retired. Um, again, shout out to Fernie. Thank you for letting me retire, Dia. Right. <laughs> But um, when we got hit with that moment, I was just like, I can't like um, there's this big emotional moment where basically her boyfriend gets. uh, It's a long story. Her boyfriend gets, you know, roped into a guerrilla capitalist terrorist group, you know, like how it is. Right. As as you do. But uh, I have so much going on. Right. I like as a player, I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't do this emotionally. So what I really love about Burning Wheel, when C C had a really emotional moment, um, basically discussing a lot of um, this incredibly, how she got her scar. So all of you can imagine how traumatic that must have been. Um, Because again, this is a, even though the first thing that people notice is that she's bald, like she has a huge ass scar that like left her blind and like half dead, right? But because I knew it was coming up, I was able to prepare and like kind of write out a script so that when I got there, I was still like, I could get into character. I can get into that mood. But I I knew it was happening, right? Like I could mentally and emotionally prepare myself, which yep. I mean, for someone for someone like me, and I'm sure there's other players too, who deals with anxiety and, or just like intense emotions when we're going through this, uh, it's a godsend just to know like, hey, okay, like, do some self care. Do some yoga that morning. <laughs> Take some melatonin the night before. Like it's gonna be
0: fine. Not me. I'm best unprepared. <laughs> I think best on my feet.
2: Yeah, uh, the, the, there's the other the other end of that spectrum, which is like, oh, I can still feel things.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so I can still feel yeah. everything. <laughs> it's um, literally the same <laughs> for me.
1: I mean, uh, like some of the scenes that happen, even though I know they're happening, just the uh, the way you guys role play them makes it that much more like impactful and kind of gives me different ideas for where it's going.
0: Um, I think, cause I have some interesting questions for you guys, but I think this is a good time to kind of sum up what we've done in the burning wheel without giving too much away. Right. So the basic ideas, you know, our characters, but the basic ideas, my character comes to shore, gets taken by Levi's character to go to the main.
2: Do we want to get, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but do we want to get into the, History of the world.
3: <laughs> you ruined it, Mitch.
0: Some okay, us, everybody, some of us are prepared, and some of us can think on the fly. Mm-hmm. And now you've ruined that. Pack
3: it up. Pack <laughs> it up. End a podcast. Mitch has ruined it. Mitch is right. out. This Time is, to go, guys. This is why
0: you don't have a permanent spot? <laughs> Rip it off. <laughs> get Mitches. Get Mitches. Here, here, here. Um, I forgot
3: mine at home. I'll take we you. have <laughs> spoken
0: about the history in the past. Did you not check out our podcast? Did
3: you not watch the first episode? You were
0: here the first episode.
2: Okay. I'm just
0: kidding. Um, Yes. We will talk about that in a second. Basically, the idea is that Thea comes to this island that is ruled by dragons, essentially in a land where dragons are basically house pets where she's from. She meets up with Levi, who's supposed to take her to this main city of Gorchester, where there is a Feast of Dragons every year, a yearly feast where dragon games are to be had and families are to show off their skills um, and the different regions come together, while Celia is dealing with a bunch of acolyte stuff and getting her prophecies and uh, basically trying to save the world. The three end up together somehow and they find their way to Gorchester and they are at the Feast of Dragons. See? Bam. Fast. Fast. No spoilers. The disrespect around here. And
3: there is a baby dragon.
0: Yes, and his name is Vertval, and he is... Mm. Can I show the, the picture? Yeah.
3: And even though Can even though we picture? moved to podcast form, friends, yeah, yeah. we may be all in pajamas, but Verfault is definitely in his classiest tux. He but is... we are definitely in pajamas. No more of that.
0: <laughs> no, more. no
3: more getting dressed up. No more of the, yeah. He's yeah, very yeah. cute.
0: He's very cute. Though I don't the know cutest. The, the cutest. The red lipstick looked good on you last video. I liked it. You had red lipstick. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, what did you want to get into? I'm so sorry to. No, I was to just, give that beautiful description of our world.
2: I was just thinking, you know, we we the way we play the game. We we've written this, not written, but we've come up with this whole world history and government and and, and situation in in the in the world of the Burning Wheel. Or the burning table. And, you know, we as characters know about that, but we didn't, you know, go into it too much in any particular episode yet. I thought maybe you'd want to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or we could save it for the game.
0: Yeah, Um. without giving too much away, I do think we've mentioned it, but since we're kind of on the burning wheel topic, mm-hmm. the idea is that this world of new Sorvia has five dragons?
1: Yep, yes. and five so royal like families.
0: Yeah. Four main regions, and then one like quote unquote royal family for all intensive purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real rhyme or reason. We have creation stories, but as mm-hmm. all creation stories go in religions and such like that, uh, it's mostly speculation. Of course, based in some sort of reality mm-hmm. um, where these dragons have chosen riders, and these riders have become the rulers or representatives of. These areas, and each dragon does something different and helps the area with things. So, um, Scala's like DM NPC is the best, Norlo Slane. And he's got the best accent. Can we get a little little hint Can of that? Get accent? A little Norlo? Drop it on us a little. Oh,
1: no. I don't think I have the energy. How the fuck are you? <laughs> My name is Captain Norlo Slane.
0: Um,
2: the voice of a true dragon
0: rider. <laughs> and he has a water dragon that's basically a sea yeah. dragon. Yep. And then we have, you want to talk about the religious dragon? Oh, man. By the way, any cults out there looking for religion? <laughs> looking for looking a religion, hire, Sarah hire some more stuff.
3: stuff. Oh, God. God, thank God, guys. Like, man, man if I was evil, man, that'd be terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, so I, yeah, I created the two religions. So there's the main religion. We did speak um, of this, too. Yeah. yeah, we spoke of this. That's Okay. Uh, so, C was a part of the main religion, which is the Ecclesium, um, and that dragon is Tula. Tula? Tula room? No, Tula. Tula. because Because it's the Ecclesium Tula room, because that's a fancy Latin declension. For those of you who did, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Nerd. Anyway. Um, so, uh, so, Tula room. So, The idea behind um, Tula and the whole origin story and the whole religion, really, it's this idea of balance, but it's Hmm. not in the traditional sense where it's like, you know, like we have a scale, right? One thing balances the other. Um, So Tula's healing powers, it comes from destruction. So it's basically Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's what I think that's what you guys came. They're like, hey, Sarah, like. Thanos, Y'all want to do Thanos him.
0: Dragon go? Okay, yeah,
3: yeah. They're like, "Hey, Sarah, like I got, I got another world. He's got the, he's got the uh, Regolex, and coming up with the Royals." Y'all want to take religion? <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, so the idea is, um, so taking that power, the way the religion works in this society, it's not, you know, oh, we're the scale, we measure everything. It's no, we are the counterbalance." Uh, The world is heading toward chaos, right? But Tula brings it back. Through destruction comes life. Right, right, right. So that actually fits nicely into, um, which then is kind of cleaved by, or I don't know, that's not the right word. I'm losing my words. Um, Which is kind of on the opposite end. The cult, right? They are the not they're the still the opposite of it which is not you know again like we measure stuff it's whatever I mean for lack Mm. of better word uh, the ancient the ancient cult is just kind of like look like we've been here forever the world has been here forever we are just we are ephemeral we're not going to last you know sucks to suck you know nature 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 does what nature wants to do and if we survive we survive if we don't we don't and that's fine um, so it's this weird tension between this uh outside cult, which is you know actively being passive that's but is being hunted by this very active counterweight thing, so it's a uh, and uh, that's where C is. she's like in the middle where um she's supposed to be this harbinger of the apocalypse right right. right. Um, that the counterweight is actively trying to obviously counter, but whereas the ancients are like, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna
0: happen. Right. We just gotta ride it through, as you yep. can tell. Our religion is our most uh, flushed out. Yep, and then <laughs> you have uh,
1: you have cedar, yeah, cedar. Oh, we our
0: them? like uh, agricultural. Yeah, Bulbasaur, the farmer boy. <laughs> He's basically Bulbasaur. Yeah, <laughs> he can like help plant things and he sprays poison. Offensively, right? He has like poison, like power, poison breath. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, like there we go. like insecticide. Yeah, but so it have, also um... fertilizes the ground mm-hmm. when it's used properly. Yep. And uh, who are we missing? The Regulax. military.
2: The, well, the, the military. Regulax, the king dragon. He is uh, or was um, the classic four-legged, two-wing. Fire breathing dragon, black
0: you know? uh, with like gold. I think is what yes, he. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. very traditional. See,
2: so yeah, because you know you guys use Bulbasaur to describe the one dragon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every know, region's Bulbasaur. dragon. They're not like, oh, yeah. you know, they're all dragons, but they don't look the same. Right, yeah, they're, so they're not your stereotypical like, uh, dragons. What's yeah. the
0: water dragon's name?
2: Norlos dragon. Oh what's
1: my
0: Norlo's god. Norlos dragon?
2: Can't pull so out the now.
0: Caspian. Caspian. <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. Um, and he's Sorry, like Norlo.
0: he's like a big sea creature. Like he's like phew, phew, phew. Yeah. that's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Whereas Chula has is more like sleek and has like feathers. She has feathers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like an angel. Um, and then of course Baby Boo, <laughs> uh, the military dragon.
2: Oh, the military dragon mm. is, I think, with
0: Arwen. Mm.
2: Oh, that's right. The female <laughs> general dragon rider.
0: No, no, no. Arwen's a male. He's it's he's the NPC guy that I'm obsessed oh, with.
2: Oh, 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 oh. I was thinking I was thinking of the dragon But rider. the dragon, yeah, yeah.
0: But It's
2: been a while since we recorded. <laughs> it's been a while since we wrote the world, too. I'm talking about yeah. the
0: NPC that I got to admit that he was cheating on his wife.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then almost killed his wife's and, and then, then almost slit his alert. wife's yeah.
0: throat. So, yep. whatever. You know?
2: Spoiler alert, that episode hasn't come out yet. <laughs> spoiler alert,
0: I slit someone's throat.
1: We're just going to say someone someone a bunch of bullshit away. here. So, you can pick um, apart,
0: you know, what's true or not.
3: Oh, no. I thought we were talking about Burning Wheel, not in real life. Oh, 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 there oh, oh.
0: <laughs> I almost slit someone's throat, <laughs> throat> in the game. I just pushed her down the stairs and said...
2: Is there, a, Miss? Is
0: there a dragon in your handbag? Like, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, why are you going in my purse? Rude! I had twenty five thousand dollars in there. First of all, yeah,
1: that was a bad call on my part as DM. I shouldn't. Have, I should have known that Ally slash they was was gonna yeah. do that.
0: One of but, my literal quirks is that yeah. I can't not gamble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to gamble no yep. matter the cost. But and I, it worked out.
3: But I gotta say, I mean, you know how everyone has like their top five like RPG moment? Mm-hmm. Like that moment after what happened, what C did, that was in my that's in my top five. I was so <laughs> proud of that. I was so proud. I can't wait till you guys see it. Hear it.
0: Hear it? Hear, Hear it. it. Yeah. Hear it. Oh man, I looked real cute for that episode too. <sighs> Maybe I'll do that video. Whatever.
2: <laughs> you know, like when you go to work and there's always that one person who's always like, don't screw me, I'll, I'll hit you or I'll cut you or something. like that." That's the issue, cut you. Yeah. Yep, she'll do it.
0: Probably has.
2: Anyway, uh, the military dragon.
0: And Scully gave me a dagger.
2: That is, was also yeah. a bad
0: choice.
1: Also a very bad choice. I have a lot to learn about DMing, especially for Allie.
2: You fucked up. I
0: fucked up. Oh yeah, the military dragon's cool.
2: Yeah, it's this... um a steel scaled dragon yes. mm-hmm. who uh the special military forces use its it's almost like it's shedded scales and teeth and they they use they turn them into armor and weapons which is pretty cool.
0: I was super proud of that one. That was a cool I don't remember how we came up with it, but that was a cool one. I was proud of that. Yeah. And it's got a special special ultimate ultra move. <laughs> it
2: goes plus ultra.
0: It goes plus ultra.
2: It uh instead of breathing fire, it it can like um X. Shoot its talons or its teeth, like its teeth, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, like, like giant arrows almost. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then you have a uh, Regalax who you actually don't meet because he's based but off of you, the uh, backstory. But you
0: do see a sneak peek. Yeah, you do get some sneak peek. No, no, wait, is, no, was, no they been? don't know that yet. No. I think they have they? No, no, one of the yeah, there's been one, there's been one, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they in the vision.
3: C has a vision, yeah, there's
1: so, been one
0: vision so far. So,
1: regular that whole thing is based off of pretty much the backstory of before I think most of the characters were born or they were before, really young all
0: yeah. of them yeah. uh, one or two that might have been a year old said, i think yeah. they wasn't born yeah. yeah i think
3: we said like 30 years afterwards or something so n- like that it, none of us yeah so i think c's
0: 28
3: so it was like two years before she was born
1: yeah so uh yeah pretty much the whole thing but about that is during that time period it was there was a ruling family now it's more of a council and the uh the you know the not necessarily the dragon riders because they're not all dragon riders, no. but the families that were chosen by the dragons are ultimately the families who are running like, New Sorvia as a whole.
0: Yep, it's very exciting. And, it oh yeah. my god, the politics of it are so oh, fun. Oh yeah, yes. it, yeah. It
3: went from more like um, like a kingdom, right, a monarchy. Mm-hmm. Now it's more of like city states, right?
0: I think we can kind of. I mean, right? It, it was kind of like the way for the for the Game of Thrones referencing mm. things. Yeah. It was kind of like what happened where before, what we have now is kind of what the before times were in Game of Thrones, where like the North ruled itself. Yeah. Yeah, they're just... the I can't even remember all the names because it's been so the, long. The
2: Seven Kingdoms, right? It was Seven yeah.
0: Kingdoms. Yeah. But imagine if those Seven Kingdoms all sat on one council yeah, and right. worked together mm-hmm. where the old way was like what it was where King's Landing is where the king lived and everybody else kind of worked for the king and they still had power mm-hmm you know like ned stark's family still had some power but they weren't yeah
2: yeah they only in had power charge. in the north yeah. Yeah. yes yeah and and don't read into that we're not you know like
0: that's just the best way i we can we don't we do it. not
2: support a monarchy <laughs> things were just better that way
0: things were just better like that
3: yeah it, it's more like each kingdom runs its own like day-to-day operations right. larger political movements but they come together for like big things like the
0: feast of dragons or right? just yeah. tune in and watch them all tear each other apart yeah. you know that's what's gonna happen yeah as politics goes Absolutely. it's 2020 oh, yeah. It's election year, so <laughs>
1: we should do. It. Speaking we're gonna of apocalypses, do of <laughs> we're gonna
0: do like a uh, maybe when we get closer to the election, we'll do a.
1: We'll have an election. We'll do
0: like a politi- cry. Yeah, uh, cry. We'll do a political Pan- thing with panic attack, burning table.
2: Dare I say, make New Sorvia great again? Oh God! I am personally canceling us now.
3: I now, now, now we are canceled. Okay, this will goodbye. be our last episode. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Literally, literally you're I getting kicked off
0: the podcast. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Why do you do these things? We are... We're
0: Between trying. Between you
3: and Sarah, we have bad puns and bad jokes. Hey, would you... At least mine are not... At least mine don't go that far. Even I have a limit. Like, I have a limit, guys. Oh,
1: that actually... I don't have a limit. did <laughs> remind me of something, though. Uh, There is kind of... It's up in the air. It Like Ali said, it's a lot of speculation about what actually happened right. to the royal family and why it happened so depending on who you're speaking to or what NPC mm-hmm. is speaking they, they have completely different viewpoints on on yeah. what happened and, and if it should have happened
0: that's kind of been coming up and again not the, in the most recent play that we've had is that stuff's been coming up where my character who has no idea about any of this is asking other characters and learning like well C told me it was this thing and Levi thinks it's this thing. And then this random person told me it's neither of those things. So which one is it?
2: Well, some of us, it's baked into our blood even. So yeah, we'll we'll get into that.
0: So my question for you guys, we'll start Mm. with Scala being the DM. What has been your... We'll start with this one. What has been your favorite and or most memorable moment in the burning table actual play so not the preparations Mm -hmm. not the planning not what is your favorite aspect of the dragons because i think a lot of that stuff might be our favorites collectively Mm -hmm. um but just a moment that sticks out that if people are watching they can kind of look for it and see like oh this is the moment that like a moment that really sticks out with scala it's gonna go to you guys too so Mm -hmm. get those Um, brains going
1: oh man
0: you probably is have difficult. a few as the DM. Yeah,
1: there's a few that definitely stand Share out for them me.
0: All. <laughs>
4: yeah, there's
0: you can definitely. give us one. Yeah, no, really. One I that love you did, one, maybe if you want, maybe we'll come back to you. Maybe one, yeah, 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 one yeah. from you. I don't want to take wanna, one from one of you guys. And then so, one yeah. from each of the players that stands out because that you, works. as the DM, have had the opportunity to create the world based on the things that we've done and mm-hmm. the things that you've done. So um my question to you is things that stick out to you whether you've planned them you know something that you've done that like Mm. maybe has gotten all of our reactions and you're like oh that's what i wanted or something mitch has done that's really been whatever or you get where i'm going yeah okay so Um, we'll we'll come back to you because i know that's a lot to just yeah
1: yeah
0: do you want to go first or do you want to go first um if you have one feel free to jump in uh i don't know what my favorite moment is but one that will always stand out to me as a player as in proud of myself and then i'll give you one that stands out for me for you guys i'll do the same thing a moment i was proud of myself as a player was i think that i think i'm very clever i don't think that everyone thinks i'm very clever but i think i'm very clever um but there was a moment where scala had an NPC that had uh, been or not been to my homeland, but had had contact with people from Thea's homeland, and he made up some fruit that I had never oh, heard of, yeah. and we had we did not talk about this. I no, didn't know what a
3: good moment.
0: I didn't know I was going to meet an NPC from uh, who would know about her homeland, mm-hmm. and he gave me some fruit, and he was like, "Oh my God, they're going extinct," and like on the fly, I was like, "Well, yeah, they're going extinct because we used to use those fruits to like power." Uh, to use them as energy drinks because we had to work in the factories all day so we mm. needed energy from somewhere and then the look on Scala's face and he's like did you just come up with that and I was oh, yeah. so proud of myself Ooh. in that moment I was like yeah. someone Ooh. thinks I'm clever show, show
3: the cracking
0: that was good yeah and that's the, the other you, part she, that I loved yeah, about I mean, it that you that came was, up I was with the saying, whole
3: idea of how to open it like literally like it was like clapping and then like
0: oh and then you drink and then like i was was just making things up to make you
3: guys look stupid (laughs) see yeah we knew that yep
0: (laughs) oh yeah how to uh, yeah and then i made up a process of how to open the fruit where i was like oh, you shake it and you hit it three times and then you slap it and then you do this and then all of a sudden it opens and then Scott was like, yeah, that's how it works. And you know, that's like,
1: the funny part is I I came up with the fruit before time and <laughs> didn't tell Allie anything and she ended up knowing more information about it than I did. <laughs> and I was caught off guard. I was like, that's not how this is supposed to go. Okay.
0: Because I remember you a session before telling us, hey, whatever happens, just say what it is and then that becomes part exactly, of the world yep. as long as it makes sense. And I was like, well, I'm not going to sit here and ask this guy who knows I'm from this place how to do something that I should know how to do. And yep. I am like, well, I'll just say it. And if it's wrong, he'll be like, you're silly. That's not what it is. Stop messing with your friends. And it worked. <laughs> and I was super proud of it. So that's a super, super small moment for me. they has done a lot of things and that's not mm-hmm. by far the most memorable. But for as me as a player, it was a super special moment for me. Um, as... A, I'm trying to think who I want to do next. Levi, I don't even think this came up yet. There's a really touching moment with Levi um, where you go into his past. And there is just this raw emotion on your face when you, uh, I don't want to ruin it, but you, there's a moment where you get something that's very personal to your character. And I tried to make light of it almost because that's what Thea does. And just the like honesty on your face when you were like that's like from Levi to Thea where you were just like, that's not what this is right now. And uh, it was a really vulnerable moment for you as a character and you as a player because I don't really get to see you in those moments, you know, in fake life. In real life (laughs) is different. Um, But in fake life, that was a really impactful moment for me. Yeah, this is.
2: It's kind of a hard question to answer for me because so many, the the episodes that we have played that and not released Ooh. thus far are pretty have are pretty full of of so big things. Levi moments. Yeah, big big yeah. Levi yep. moments. And every moment I want to pull from is is from those episodes. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, you probably can pull for them because by the time people get through these episodes, yeah. you know, it's yeah. probably you know yeah.
2: When, obviously, there's the moment you're talking about, which I won't go into. Yeah. But there's also, you know, you, you, you read into the game you play and you, you you associate things within your real life. And there's a moment where Levi gets to show great, great thanks to his uncle who basically raised him and saved his life and took him off the wrong path yeah. and everything yeah. and it felt real you know and you know and just like I said you associate things from your past your own past and and you associate characters with people who are people in your life and you know you, you, you make those connections in your own head and your own heart and it feels real and it just it just did you know yeah it was and a good moment I, you know, I can't yeah, wait for that episode so to be out there because That's... I just I just want to relive it myself yeah. I um, want to see it I want to hear it, it
0: can like I feel like that... Is that episode not out? No.
2: That's the most recent thing we've played. Mm. We're, um,
0: yeah. Oh, you're talking about the big thing. I'm talking about the thing I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about the thing already. I see. Oh, yeah.
3: Both, both, neither of those. I think the thing that you're talking about, I think that's gonna be the next upcoming one. Like the one. first thing. It has yeah. to be like it's the first thing. It's gonna be like thing. the first thing that's mm. gonna happen. The one that you're talking about... Yeah, that's not even close. That's yeah, like not close.
2: three episodes away.
3: The one I'm talking about is
2: is um the victory. I, I know, yeah. That he experiences. And yeah. Levi's uncle is somebody who gave up the type of things that Levi gets to do now because of Levi, for Levi. Right. And he gets to honor him in that way, and that was really cool for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Very touching
2: moment.
0: Very touching. You've had a lot of oh, them. Man. yeah. Um, Yeah. I guess... I don't know. Do you guys want to continue Levi moments, and then we'll just come back around the table? Oh yeah, yeah. That's since it. since I'm in the fields for Levi. Yeah. Um,
3: that moment was what was I was gonna say. Oh, you know what? So I'm um, just to touch on a different moment. Um, this just speaks. I mean, I love everybody's role playing, but this this really speaks to, um you Mitch because I know we haven't we haven't role played as much together as much as you know me and Allie but um what really sticks out to me when I think of Levi is that very very first episode when Levi saves the little girl he didn't have to like what a great moment because in in one hand you can see like um Everybody go watch it, right, right right. On one hand, you can see like obviously this guy is you know, very skilled at what he does, probably, you know, might have not come from you know the uh, smoothest of paths, right. And when he saw this guard picking on a little girl, right, his first instinct was to save the girl, right yeah, right this good moment. And even then, the way you played it, even though you could tell, like, you wanted to piss off, you wanted to piss off that dude, like, you wanted to piss him off, like, it, you were able to embody both that, like, that trickstery part, but also, I think, what's at the heart of Levi, just, like, a heart of gold, like, a curmudgeon with a heart of gold. Um, so like when I when I saw you role play that I was like oh I'm like oh we got something I was like this is so exciting yeah. I was that like was oh man moment.
1: definitely and uh even with that um in that very scene this speaks to more of uh, Mitch as a player but he uncovered something that wasn't supposed <laughs> to
4: be uncovered Yeah that was
0: for, yeah for that for was
1: episodes crazy. ahead yeah. yeah which which
0: he noticed something yeah. so minuscule that like like yeah he he just asked a
1: question i did not expect him to ask and i
2: had to give him the the answer because he had
0: the ability to know the answer yeah
2: and that's in essence that's the burning wheel like that's what
0: it is yeah what's your favorite levi moment
1: my honestly my favorite levi moment is probably um the one that mitch referred to uh it's just it's such an emotional scene but another uh Levi moment I really liked is his interaction with uh Thomas Streetfellow <laughs> oh, because M- Mitch was just so like off the cuff with his like rebuttals and like it seemed yeah. like just two people having a conversation it was, which was so good yeah and none of it was scripted it was just kind of on the fly we didn't even know that character existed and until like maybe what the episode before yeah or, like, talk about
2: really burning wheel stuff it's like yeah i want to have this ca- conversation with a character from my past let's call him blah 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 yeah you know? that's how we came up with okay, street yeah, fellow street
3: <laughs> fellow now, now.
0: the street guy I'm so- i don't know street fellow. i'm sorry
3: who are you talking about are you talking about tomei uh it's tomas <laughs> tomas tomas, right? tomas, street fellow. tomas what was it uh, good fellow
0: good man rich man <laughs> rich man fancy pants fancy I don't know. pants something yeah. like
3: that, that was amazing.
0: Oh, so good. um and yours is the moment yeah. that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. Levi's a great character, uh, super dynamic in a way that mm-hmm. Levi is traditionally a hero. Like he's like the traditional meaning of like a character with a fatal flaw, who was dealt a poor hand that maybe he gave to himself almost. But yeah,
1: the scarred pass
0: scar. Oh my god, Levi's just got it all going. Very for complex. Him. Yeah.
2: Also there's this whole aspect of if certain events didn't happen in the world building of this, of this story, he would be set up more like a classic hero, you know, kind of like a princely type. That's that's what I mean, like, he is a
0: classic hero with the exception of, like, the cards he was dealt. Like, in every way, he's still a hero. He's still, like, He's still like the Hercules, right? It's just that mm-hmm. he's he's Hercules before Hercules meets Zeus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like um to in the Disney way, not in the yeah, like he's more mythology way,
3: completing the hero cycle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but really, yeah. but
3: really though, like I feel like we're meeting Levi right in the middle of um right when the part when the hero goes off oh, fuck like the call to action oh shit
0: I'm a hero oh fuck I gotta go do shit right I gotta I gotta go I I hear this right which is calling this beckoning exactly my
3: turn I need to do this but how the fuck do I do it right but it's like it's again it's both what I really like about Levi too is he's able to have that moody past without it being how do I put this Again, it feels still very light because I think it plays into those, in a good way, it plays into those um, tropes that we have of heroes, right, of the call. We know there's going to be a call. We know there's going to be, he's going to level up all the way until he dies and then comes back to life. And then like, ah. And
0: all you that know stuff. that I want to make like really bad of my hero reference, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. I'm I- <laughs> As Alma would say.
2: Me and Allie have watched. It's your the- turn. 67 episodes ah uh, 69 hero, 69 episodes of my hero academia
0: <laughs> in, in like, like a week and a half yeah it's a great show i recommend um but it, it fits in with the Levi topic because it's superheroes and it's just about that like the on a fundamental level just that passion to just do good and like i wasn't kidding but like all my like you are next like that like Levi had that moment of like it's your turn to go do this great thing
2: right and it's it's almost something that's somehow being thrust on onto him a that's little bit. that's what i was gonna yeah. say yeah yeah because yeah, i mean i'm not used to playing characters like that i know I ri- i've written i've played and written levi to be to fit into that hero mold a little bit i'm not trying to give him like the main character syndrome thing. no i don't think he has
0: that at all that's nah. not what i mean but
2: you guys know like when we play games like i'm usually like the like the the weird, goofy, drunk character You're with the, the accent, the Thea yeah. Copper yeah. Vaughn. Yeah. yeah, like the, the like, oh, it's it's that guy. Okay, great, he's coming along character. with like random
0: wisdom, but like also kind of crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah, that that's that's my forte. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but this is a little bit more of a serious kind of.
0: I think it's been good for you. Yeah, wow.
2: I'm enjoying playing it. Wow, that was an unexpected deep dive into Levi.
3: Uh, let's move on to Celia. Ugh. Celia well why
0: don't you tell uh, us your favorite moment okay um, without spoiling things yeah. oh no
3: actually the, my favorite moment it's already past um my per- I'm past my peak oh uh, <laughs> no, no, no no aren't we all aren't we all anyway um my favorite Celia moment it's more of like a I think it's more of like a proud of like right. myself moment um so those who know me in real life know I am not confrontational at all right, right, right. Oh, this is gonna be my favorite moment yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Okay. i am not yeah. confrontation at all i tend to play a lot of characters who are peacemakers right right rally the troops right right, right. um so when i made celia it was really hard i when i was still trying to figure out um what she was like, right, one of those first sessions. Um, for those of you who have watched, for those you who haven't, it's actually the very first meeting when we meet, uh, when Celia meets Levi and, um, and Thea. It did not go well. <laughs> first of all, I was really proud of just, just me being able to think up on the spot, like, really kind of smart things. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where the hell I pulled uh What did I say for oh blasphemy it was a blasphemy or like I don't something remember. i don't remember oh it was heretical i don't know oh, where the fuck was I, I don't know where yeah, i don't yeah. know where i pulled that up mm-hmm. but my proudest moment was there was a moment where levi being like, like it it made sense um celia was kind of hesitant to go especially because it turned, she finds out like i mean to be fair she's also lying but she's like oh god like this person has a dragon Right. right. This person is a dragon. This guy lied to her like they don't know where they're going. And then on top of that Levi says something like um, he threatens her. Oh, he, yeah. He he basically threatens her. And I remember there's a moment and you could see it in the video <laughs> where it just kind of paused. And I'm like, OK, I'm like, what I decide next will define. Right. And I think um, I was really proud of myself because I don't think Sarah would have done it. But I realized like no I wouldn't have but Celia I realized like I always kind of imagined her as this waffler and then I was like no no Celia knows what you know she even if like um, again necessarily her new thing is passivity right she knows what she wants she will not stand for Mm -hmm. it and um especially he kind of like hinted at his sword I'm like oh I'm like oh Oh, you think you can frighten me with a sword, bitch? I was blinded, <laughs> right, right, right. It's true. And so, um, I almost broke up the party because yeah. I was like, right. you know what? I'm like Celia would have been just like, fuck it, right. And I think I was really, pr- I was really proud of myself at that moment because I mean,
0: I, yeah, I, uh, that was a good moment. That was my favorite moment.
2: I I was gonna say that moment as well because we RP'd that together, <laughs> and I. <sighs> Celia's a bit interesting to me because she's she's a bit of a liar. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And just so I uh, just so I'm, all, I'm always off yeah. base a little bit when I'm interacting with her and I was expecting that threat to kind of like be the final word. Yeah and then you clap back with some like yeah. intensely quiet rage kind yeah. of response and i peed a little bit in my pants and me too yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that was just
3: that was an
0: incredibly so much
2: fun to rp yeah
3: yeah um, yeah real quick um it's weird because again i usually i'm a terrible liar guys <laughs> it's like at a Donna party but i think what helps me with rping with celia it's just she, yeah, she's lying. She's keeping this whole big secret, but it's for the greater good.
0: Right? It's also mm-hmm. not lying if nobody asks about exactly. it. Exactly. Like, it's not yeah. lying yeah. until you actually lie yeah. about it. It's just not saying the whole truth.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what that's also a very strange kind of a mind twist that I'm playing with see that I don't really usually play with characters like they're usually very straightforward. Right. Because
0: uh, my my other second favorite moment is another moment I can't talk about, which I realize now you have a lot of good. Celia has a lot of good moments coming up that are really like uh, important to Celia, who she is. She stands up for somebody that you almost for the whole game, not the whole game, the whole session. You don't think Celia is going to do anything. And then all of a sudden she makes this like split decision to just. Go because Celia had to do it. Yeah. And I thought that was a really cool moment for you, kind of in the similar way. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's like it was just in a way that, like, it was in such a Celia fashion where, like, the whole time she's avoiding it, she's like yeah. ducking into these different tents, yeah. and like, and then all of a sudden she just makes that decision. And when she makes it, she gives this amazing speech that I don't know how you think of on the fly. And then this thing happens from it, and it just yeah. works.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me, well, can I talk about this? Yeah, that was early. So my favorite uh, Celia moment was probably her meeting the Oracle, and honestly, oh, was no, that's
0: that my too. that's my DM moment for you. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, it's oh, such I was, a good it. DM, DM moment. It. Oh man, that's what um, I was gonna say. to you It,
1: it was oh, yeah. more for for me. It was like uh, the way Sarah played it and her her reaction to. <laughs> <laughs> well it it felt good it, it definitely felt good uh I, I definitely whispered too much in it but
2: that was
4: early it's an amazing scene it yeah. does have uh that was subtitles. the first that was yeah. the
2: first oh, yeah. great scene of the game
0: it was like the moment oh, where man. like the game was like oh we have something and like
4: mm-hmm.
0: that was the moment for me that i was also like oh scala is gonna be a great dm oh, okay. like when you put that together yeah. i was like exactly that exactly. for me kind of switching gears here because that's a great segue into you that for me was the moment that i was like oh scala's gonna be an amazing dm he's got this stuff figured out like that speech you gave as the oracle if you guys watch the video there's me and mitch in the background and i'm like i have
2: (laughs) i was gonna say i remember i i can see myself at the table right now going like just like listening with my eyebrows up looking at Allie, and then her looking at me going
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, you'll see the odd video where it's just like I go from serious, very serious, deal and then like <laughs> those those panicked laughs are real. Like I am genuinely freaking out. Like as I'm looking at Scala, and I'm just like, oh, I am woefully unprepared. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, oh my. But that was like such it's so like, good. And I just, I can I can I just. I still can't believe this is your first time DMing. Yeah, it really yeah.
0: is impressive. Like,
3: as a player. Oh, thank like you like guys. oh and then like this kind of it's like another Celia like when like that bell scene when the bell rings. Oh my god, god cuz I out of nowhere, scene. That's that, a great scene. That real surprise. That is my real face. Like that um,
0: is- another personally memorable moment for me is again I don't it's not a spoiler but I don't think it's in the videos yet is uh Thea gets a letter from home and like you captured the emotion of like exactly how I imagined her relationship like to a T and to me that was super important
1: yeah there was definitely a lot of uh yeah that, that was another <laughs> kind of like that was like a it was strange because it was like a behind the scenes like emotional moment you know it's something you could like because I didn't, played it
0: and I didn't read it exactly, out loud exactly. I like I read it as Thea and kept it to myself mm-hmm. And, as Thea um, would. As Thea would, and I played it off, and I remember saying, Oh, I'm gonna post it like when we get to that episode, I'll put it up so people can read it and kind of like sit with it the way Thea did. But I think it worked in game because it was supposed to be personal. It wasn't supposed to be Thea being like, Dear Thea, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Um, that was an awesome moment for me.
2: Sweet. Do we go into Thea? Oh, meeting Thea copperfield <laughs> <laughs> There's this moment where it's kind of like, oh, I have this person pegged. I know what type of person this is. I just have to put my foot down strong enough, and she'll get the message. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, you no. made it worse. You yeah, made it a lot worse. A lot oh, worse. Like, just- there was some
1: amazing dialogue between uh, Levi and Thea oh. just oh. off of the first oh. meeting.
2: I've never felt more in tune with a character that I was role playing. <laughs> I just, like, just, just, like,
0: yeah.
2: sh- she, she, she's not stopping. Like, is that
0: how you feel about me in real life sometimes?
2: Like, I'm, my heart is going now. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're very much like the A. fun yeah.
3: I will say, I was not, especially, like, the way how C and Levi first met, I was not expecting us to bond over our mutual <laughs> perplexion. Like, just absolute bewilderment over Thea. Like, you'll see in the first episodes, which, like, the looks me and Mitch give are genuine. They're just like, indoor <laughs> plumbing. <laughs> never, never <laughs> this, mind. I'm like, this bitch has indoor plumbing over here. Like what she the does. hell? She does. I don't Why didn't know we
0: think of that, Mitchell? <laughs> because you live in New Sorvia, and I made my island super advanced. There we go. Um, that reminds me of a moment that I think just happened in this episode. Cause I had to cut it out because it wasn't, it happened when we were talking, um, like after we're talking about Artha and stuff like that. But Scala brought up a moment where Mitch, you, I did something. Oh, it's when I made another business deal. <laughs> you looked at Sarah and you're like, how does this keep happen?
2: If I were to explain the three characters that we have, imagine there's a line that you're not supposed to cross. Why do I feel like I'm going to be offended? Levi would stand 10 feet back from the line. And tell everybody to be careful and not cross the line. <laughs> Celia would say, oh yeah, we better not cross that line. But then use some sort of magic to see what's on the other side of the line yeah. and not tell anybody. That's
0: accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's very
2: accurate. And Thea would be on the other side of the line flipping us off saying, what are you guys waiting for?
0: <laughs> Come on. I like to think I'm a nightmare. <laughs> but, but don't tell But don't tell the guards <laughs> But don't tell the guards, that. <laughs> don't tell the guards that. In a
1: random accident. Oh, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. so many good <laughs> I... scenes. I'm trying to think of my... Favorite.
3: I, I have one. Go if you're <laughs> yeah, waiting, yeah. so I can't really go into because this is the most recent one. Oh God, what did I do? Um, no, this is a. So I think what I love about what I love about oh your characters. I know what you're gonna yeah, say. Yeah, I know what you're know gonna, gonna say. Gonna what, say. You're gonna say. <laughs> what I love about what about about Ali's characters, right? I know we were talking about you know character types that we like to play too, but um, I think what I saw with um, with Thea for so this isn't a spoiler it's probably gonna be a whatever whatever i think fine. you guys
0: can guess they is gonna do something so, stupid. so yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It's- so you know before we you know yes Thea is this very fun very chaotic right but i think um in this latest latest episode when it was the feast right feast mm-hmm. of dragons there's a trial right <laughs> there's a trial right where it's it's kind of unjust right I both as a player and like as C was just like, there's a moment where um it's just really quiet. And then you just hear Thea go, what the fuck is this? Are you really fucking going to do that? And of course, like I'm sort of paraphrasing, but she basically said that or like basically the equivalent of, but why <laughs> Like i think i did but say why but why, at yeah, but least why? and like everyone's like who the fuck is it i think i like, said
0: this is stupid Next. yeah
3: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally that and like but the thing was you know like and like at first it was like oh yeah you know chaotic chaotic neutral right, right. but at that moment when she keeps arguing for this person she has never met like never seen before has no idea how the judicial system works. It just didn't make sense to her. Yeah. But like had like, not just the, the gumption, but like also like the fearlessness and like, it shows that yes, you can be a chaotic neutral character, but you can also, like, but that doesn't mean you're amoral or it doesn't mean. It
0: doesn't mean you're evil you're or evil, bad. You're yeah. evil, right? It doesn't mean
3: you're yeah. evil you or bad. But it also means, like, you can do your shit. Like, you don't have to just, I mean, yes, the chaos is a lot of fun. It is a it's lot of fun. fun. And it still causes chaos. But, like, yeah. it just saw, I just saw, it was, like, man, just, like, what a whole nother side of this, like, trickster character yeah. where, she does see something wrong. She does see something wrong in the world. Yeah, I made
0: points. I made yeah. actual points of made what was wrong. I made actual
3: points of what was wrong, yeah. And not just, like, manipulating them for, for like, the apples. <laughs> and not just, like, manipulating the loopholes, right? But actually, like, making people think beyond that. And I was just, as C, of course, I was really grateful. But as a player, I was just like, oh, my, oh damn. Oh, like, thanks. I was just in awe. That I was know. a fun yeah. scene. That was a stressful scene.
0: I
1: think uh, my favorite scene probably... I guess it's more of an aspect was her probably her capitalist nature (laughs) of like I because I I knew that was going to be part of your character right but the way it blew up in in end game is ridiculous where she's like becoming one of the (laughs) richest people in the land at this point just off of the the actual business deal she made. Like, and gambling.
0: Yeah, I've made yeah. business deals.
3: Like this is a feudal era and she's like li- she's she's uh, she's like um a uh, robber baron living in a feudal world. Like yeah. it is just like Honestly, her I
0: have two businesses. I'm working on a third when I get my ship and I probably yep. have enough money now to get a ship, yeah. so Yeah. I could start my farm my farm on a ship.
2: <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> Cattle farm on a boat. Yep, cuz it's interesting cuz everything I've said, you know, everything that's been said about Thea is is from the point of view as, as 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 a player but when i think about Thea from the point of view at, from of Levi there is this like oh she's chaotic kind of like Lel so random you know kind of but then there's this like there's this this depth there yeah that it's more like oh, these boundaries that I've put on myself as a character are bullshit, and she can see through them. Yeah. And she is very confrontational about that. Mm -hmm. Got to live a little. And that's where this question comes in. Now, I know we've written all this kind of together, but this is is not stuff that we're privy to, and if you don't want to answer this, I understand. But, like, is Thea the way that we see Thea is that the way Thea has been seen her whole life or is she more of a fish out of water here and that's why she comes off as so wild
0: uh maybe a bit of both without giving too much away um i think we've talked about it it's never been talked about on the channel but mm-hmm. Thea has grown up in a society that is capitalist and very intense like Thea's money right now would make her passable back at home. Wow. It would not put her in the position. And not that she wouldn't have a good life. Like, And I think that's the thing that, like, spoiler alert, Thea wasn't poor. Like, Thea wasn't a street kid. Mm. But she didn't have the uh, positions that she needed in the world that she was trying to get into. So she went to the streets to make money because it was faster and more productive than what she was already doing because i think typically these characters have uh like dark pasts and and, and they doesn't really have that it's not like she didn't have a life she didn't have a family she has someone who loves her um it's just not in the situation that she currently wants and i think that she's always been chaotic like i don't think her personality is any different than what it was back home mm-hmm I think that it's a little bit more extreme because of the cultural differences. I was going to say,
2: because her personality if, you know, C and Levi don't Mm. stick around with her in New Sorvia will get her into a lot of trouble. She'll be
0: fine. (laughs) Right, but she also knows the benefits of... Right, and she can talk herself out of a lot of... I'm not saying that the character might not get herself killed doing stuff like that, but she also now has what she knows is important, a lot of money, because money Mm -hmm. talks, no matter what society you're in. Mm And I think that that's sort of her whole thing is that I think you guys know. And now uh, a peek behind the screen for everybody is Thea's whole thing is to create businesses because mm-hmm. that's the thing. Her goal is to make as many businesses as possible mm-hmm. and yeah. become successful. Yeah. And that's what I will leave it as yeah. for Thea. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's a character. She's my favorite character. Deep dive. Yeah. I do want to add though,
3: um, just to bring back into like house rules, right versus home rules. Uh, the last thing we're gonna—I think this is the last thing we could—we could probably mm-hmm. have time to talk about. But um, I do want to—I actually want to ask you guys because I—I th- thought about this um, when you guys were specifically talking with um, about especially about C and I think we can point that right. in the in the the cultist priest, right? Um, I actually want to know about you guys if you've had a time where your beliefs forced you to make a decision. So, for example, like. When C confronts the cultist priest, right? I didn't want to do that. I sure as hell no, didn't want to do US that. No, you and Sarah did not want to do I, that. I mean, because I never really wanted to do you it. Not, but, yeah, you did but not want to do that. But C also didn't. But C didn't. But what ultimately made me decide was I looked at my beliefs. Like the, like the beliefs for... That's the yeah. house rule. And I'm like, okay. C's thing is literally to protect this magic order. And this guy... Is just spouting shit. Like, but, mm. and it's, it actually conflicted with like two of her because she has to protect him, but also she has to protect the cult. So that's, I can't really talk, I'll talk about it. It's fine. Spoiler alert. Um, so what C does is she winds up saving him, right? But then threatening him, like yeah, pretending, two sides but lying, of the same but, point. lying it, but lying to him saying she's the ecclesium and threatening him to go away. Because, yeah. so like, when I was playing that, like, I would have never, I would have never done, like, I would have never done that. But, um, so I want to know about you guys when beliefs have either made your character richer because you went with them or maybe, or, or even without them because I know that's what, it's what Burning Wheel is all about, right? right. It's all even about the breaking Artha.
0: your character is... You can
3: do something bad. So I would, I'd love to hear more about that.
0: Uh, I almost didn't do one uh, Levi pressured me into gambling, and it was the first time that as Thea, I thought about walking away from it uh, because I gambled and I lost. And you pressured me into doing it, and it's such a small thing, but it was the first moment that as Thea, I as me, I didn't care. When it, like I was ready to do it, but Thea was kind of like, I don't know, like uh, it doesn't feel like I should do this. And you pressured her, and there was a moment where I was like. It literally says I gamble no matter how big the risk is. And uh, that's a small moment for me, but that was like the one conflicting one that I had to go with was, was you pressuring me into gambling. And it worked, but...
2: I haven't been confronted necessarily by my beliefs yet. I've confirmed one.
0: Uh, yeah. In the most
2: recent episode that we haven't released yet. Yeah, don't say that one. That's I'm a good not one. Gonna, not going to go into details, but that was... That was as a player that was that felt really really good. Yeah. yeah. Like really good. I was surprised at how like fulfilling fulfilling that yeah. was. You know, yeah, you it, guys, we've only had how many 5 4 or 5 sessions. About, yeah.
0: You guys have both had moments though that were pretty fulfilling for your characters and not that I think Thea hasn't done things that are good for her character, but I also look forward to having those moments yeah. that I can like Really, like, getting that letter from home was the first thing that happened to Thea that I thought was, like, really emotionally personal and not just Thea being Thea because she's an asshole. Yeah,
2: but sneak peek, and you guys, you know, I'm not sure how aware of this you guys are or not, but there is a belief built into Levi that I've been waiting
0: I, to be yeah. triggered. Ooh. I know. And it gets it's, it gets teased though.
2: It gets a little teased yeah. recently, but recently. it hasn't it hasn't been confirmed fully triggered yet. Yeah, I'm looking forward and to that. It's more it's let I mean through the I me- know through the mechanics of the game it's it's a belief
0: context clues you gotta but in the I'll tell you after the show I gotta watch in the, in, yeah. in
2: the lore of the game or in the lore of the character it's more of like. Uh, like, like genetic coding almost.
0: Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: Um, And it's going to be really interesting when that starts to yeah. show itself.
0: Any final thoughts on the burning wheel in our campaign, Scala?
2: Um, I'm just as
1: interested to see what happens as you guys, and don't worry, Thea is going to have her big moment very soon. Ten, have to- I don't
0: even know what my big moment is. I tried to kill somebody. This- that was a pretty big moment for me. Yeah, there's,
1: there's well, going to be some That was things. an insane moment. Uh, we already gave away a lot of the show, so I don't want to give away too much yeah, more. Yeah, but... I mean,
0: check it out, though. It's clearly not the same between what we mm-hmm. give and what there is. And this is kind of just to catch you up. So if you're interested in yeah. that kind of story, this is what it is so far. So you could even tune in to just the most recent one. You haven't missed too much at the beginning. A lot of lore drops, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, just listen. Just listen for Scala.
3: I mean, that's, what, that's yeah. what we're all here for.
0: That's what I wanted to sum it up with is that, uh, you know, this was possible because Scala wanted to do it and it's been super fun. Um, we've spent a lot of time. I mean, we spent a lot of time together anyway. Yeah. But we've spent a lot of extra time together and it's been really fun to do it and see you grow as a DM and get mm-hmm. confident and it's Thank been really you. cool.
1: I had a great teacher.
0: <laughs> um, and it's been really cool to just be a part of it and thank you for letting me be a player yeah because i never get to play anymore
1: oh yeah if it wasn't this group i probably would have never dm'd this <laughs> at <laughs> all <laughs> honestly
0: um so future things um we're gonna be trying out some new systems uh scott and i recently lost a game um which we touched on mm. last episode
2: was that to some uh vampire shit vampire ass shit, ass vampire ass shit. Ass shit
0: um we recently lost a game but some of the guys in the group are still looking at running sessions and learning different systems so if you guys have systems you want us to try uh let us know i know we're trying pathfinder 2 i know we're trying blades in the dark and i want to say i don't know monster (gasps) hunter yes monster high or cinderbrush what is that what i don't know
3: cinderbrush Looking at you, John. Yeah, I that's what it is, John. I'm ready
0: to um, live my best
3: undead life.
0: So we're super excited to try those. So some stuff coming up. We are looking at merch.
1: <gasps> we are. Yeah. We're looking. We are.
0: We're well. We're looking. Yeah, we
1: yeah. we discussed it. We are. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. So things coming up. Uh, follow us on all of our social media. Shout out to oh um of course my beautiful Casey. <laughs> Casey we
1: still miss you Casey we
0: missed you uh go follow Casey on Instagram and uh Twitter and Facebook uh, sleepy Casey K and a C sleepy I think mm-hmm. it's sleepy underscore Square Casey, Casey yeah. yeah um Instagram she's an awesome artist and she is going to be doing artwork for us soon Ooh,
1: so excited really?
0: yeah so uh you know in the next few months because she's very busy oh, I'm so um, excited. wrapping up yeah critical, critical role, role.
3: Um in the in the trailer you can see her bun and her
0: headphones. Yes, I tweeted it so you can see her.
3: If anyone wants a screenshot, I took one.
0: Yeah. Um so shout out to Casey. Shout out to all of our friends in Magic U who've been supporting us, our Discord. Yeah. Ghost Unit Twenty Five, I remember I remember it off the top of my head this time. Um what?
2: It's our fan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're dare? still waiting to support your uh Alien attack. Yeah, we're ready for it. We will drop Um, everything. Thanks for everybody who's just been subscribing Mm -hmm. and helping us out and letting us do what we love to do. We are back to work, so it's going to be... I
1: already set my availability, so this will not slow down. This will
0: not stop. I have chosen to work um, instead of having weekend days off. My options were to take off two days during the week or have weekends off, so I chose this. So we'll be here. on. I'm off Wednesdays now starting... Next schedule. Um,
2: Content-wise, what do we have coming up?
0: We have fantasy stuff coming up. Uh, We're going to be working on the Twitch. So when we start playing games... Yeah, shout out to my brother who uh, is helping me get all that set up. Thank you, Pauly. So when we play games, we'll be able to actually stream them. And when we do Burning Wheel instead of just audioing it we can uh you won't see us in any sort of fancy setup we're just going to be sitting around a table playing um in, in pajamas m- in pajamas too much work to set mm, up my office pants um, are optional oh, pants are pants just, are always yeah, optional just just you know just waste no up. we're probably not wearing pants um we're wearing pants right now because it's <laughs> not our house <laughs> are we um yes. you'll never know <laughs> well what um pants? So we have Twitch coming up eventually in the next few weeks. I think our goal was to try to get Twitch going by like our fifth or sixth episode of Burning Table. But now our episodes are getting longer, so we kind of had to split them up. Um, So Twitch, possible merchandising in the next few months uh, once we kind of figure some stuff out and we find some contacts. Uh, Fantasy night coming up. Drinking night coming up.
1: Yes. Very excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Burn After Watching
3: coming
0: up Uh, Burn After Watching which is our homage to Narrative Telephone
3: Yes It is my turn to tell a story
0: The next one is Mitch we already have it recorded So that will be up soon Um, Sarah will be going next Scala will round us out at the end Yep. And Patreon coming soon Uh, Lots of coming soon We have a lot of stuff in the works that unfortunately Because we're going back to work have kind of slowed down a little bit
1: Yes but we will definitely Keep everybody updated
0: and um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's updates. That was a lot of updates. I that, feel was. Like. I feel like that was. We had guys. We had a lot going on. Guys, we might. We might be. We're a thing. Yeah, man. So we have a lot going on. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. I almost said podcast. <laughs> SoundCloud, Apple Music, Discord. I think that's all of them. YouTube. YouTube. Join I our Magic University Discord. Yes. If you're looking to join Magic University, it is now available on yeah. Discord. You can look up Magic uh, mm. uh Academy for the Gifted is mm. actually what it's called. It's on Discord, open link. You are free to join. Which board? Discord. <laughs> um you can Google uh, it. Yeah. And uh that's it. So thanks for watching and we will catch you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.